the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. My friends, I'm Dennis Prager, and it is good to be with you. I would like to publicly thank Glenn Beck for bringing attention to my columns and having me on the show. A lot of uh, good people in America. A lot of not good people in America. I know I've told you this, which is probably even foolish for me to even say, but I'm, I'm... It's one of my idiosyncrasies. It's hard to know your own idiosyncrasies, by the way. That there's always a voice in me, if I ever say anything a second time, saying, you know, you already said that, Dennis. There's this contemptuous voice in me. Do any of you have contemptuous voices about yourself in you? It's an interesting question. That's why he's the living martyr. He has constant contemptuous voices of himself inside of him. You you could have uh, you could have run uh, ten miles today uh, on one leg and, and and you ran on both legs. As we as the example of something he he would say, you you slept five hours. You you surely could have slept four and a half hours. You took a cold shower. It could have been colder. There could have been ice. And and don't call you Shirley. That's correct. Why is he paid? Why, why is why is Sean paid? This is this is up there with why God made the mosquito. All right. Anyway, there the Hebrew word for uh, the public or the community uh, is composed. Almost every Hebrew word is composed of a three-letter root because there are no vowels essentially in in the Hebrew alphabet. They're added through dots and and marks. And the three letters that make up the word for community uh, compose an acronym. Uh, And they are righteous, middle, and evil. And so it's a brilliant little insight. Every community has these three groups. My video this week, I, I only do about one-tenth of the Prager. Is that correct? There are f- about 450. Have I done 45? I don't even know if I've done 45. But let's just say one out of ten videos I do. Nine out of ten other people do or people give. But I give this one for the July 4th weekend, and it's Why I Love America. And if you read the comments on the video at PragerU or YouTube, I guess. No, no, there are no comments at PragerU. The comments are at YouTube, yeah. And Facebook. It's, I've hit a nerve in a positive way. Thank you for, for saying such wonderful things about our country. 
it's actually a painful thing for me. I mean, I mean personally painful to see there are two things that are so many, but two things particularly painful to see America smeared. And the other is the utter and total moral and intellectual collapse of all the elites. This, the, 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 they go hand in hand, but to see it, the university is a wasteland. The scientific community has been utterly compromised. I mean, the, that they came out thousands of scientists were people in science. Yes, it's bad for people to congregate during the COVID pandemic. However, if you are demonstrating against racism, it's actually healthy because racism is a health issue. You hear that? So the virus doesn't really know, well, or does know whom to affect. This was, this was signed by thousands, signed by 1,200, I think, and so many more have joined the voice. One of the reasons I don't really get depressed, I mean clinically depressed, because I, I love liberty and I love America, which is the last best hope for Earth, is that I'm not shocked I have been saying all of my life that one of the most important insights you can have is that the will of man's heart is towards evil from his youth. And so I'm not shocked at human perfidy. It still, however, is dismaying. You would think that people would understand when something good existed. My column this week, which I... I ask you to read every week. Just go to DennisPrager.com and sign up to receive it. People are afraid to sign up for things. I'm not exactly sure why I sign up for so many things because, a, I want I want to support them morally. It's not a it's not a financial commitment, and b, I want to know what the person's saying or what that group is saying regularly. Every Tuesday I have a column, and this is about how this moment has set back black life, specifically black life, has set it back 50 years. If Uncle Ben is racist, if the statues of George Washington have to be brought down, if people are measured by a comment they made in the 1990s, because I never went, I have... I'm sure people have scoured sources to defame me. They will um, not have an easy time because there's nothing to find. I never went blackface, never used the N-word, anything like that. But I I have to say, on behalf of all these liberals who, who used blackface, was it in every case a case of racism? Doesn't the left pride itself in nuance? They always say that conservatives believe in black and white. We believe in nuance. 
people's lives are ended uh, and or have to say the opposite of what they believe in a day, Drew Brees' thing still stay, sticks in my mind. Quarterback, New Orleans Saints, sort of a saint in, the, in, his, in his world and community. You know, I think we should stand for the national anthem and show it respect. Next day, boy, was I wrong. I spoke to my black teammates and I realized, oh, this is not disrespectful in the least. Yeah, so uh, day one, two and two is four. Day two, two and two is five. It's not respectful to the flag. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise for the national anthem. And you, and you are one, one in 40,000 that, that takes a knee. But that's not disrespectful. Anyway, there's a movement to get rid of the national anthem. It's racist. We have a, we have a video on that, by the way. Is the national anthem racist? I feel, I was talking to a young person yesterday, forgot who, and I I was saying, because I speak to a lot of people, I have not been assiduous in avoiding people in this lockdown, I feel bad for your generation. Oh yeah, I know who it was, yeah, it was the waitress at the restaurant that I frequent. She's like 22 years old, a very sweet human being. And I didn't didn't say all of the reasons, but the reason I'm saying now is to have nothing to admire, no one to admire. If George Washington is a fiend, if Abraham Lincoln is a fiend, you have nothing. Those were important figures when I grew up. Who does the left want you to look up to? Angela Davis? A communist? A woman found guilty in, in helping in a murder? An accessory to a murder? To see the world through the prism of color, when most of them don't give a hoot about color? 1-8 Prager 776 877-243-7776. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Why I Love America, PragerU.com. I wish every American could see it. I ask a leftist, what do you love? They did. They asked, uh, was it Marcuse? Many, many years ago, I think it was. Uh, obviously it was. He died many years ago. He was a major leftist in the U.S. And what do you love about America? And he said the mountains. That woman I read to you yesterday, giant whole page in, in the physical New York Times. You know how much that is? The gigantic thing so featured was her article. She looks in the mirror and she sees the rape of her female ancestors by white men. 
150, 200 years ago. That's what she sees. This is astonishing, the preoccupation with slavery now. 150 years later. Uh, I and, and by the way, there's a reason. Because things are so fair and decent, generally speaking, for blacks now. That's why I have so many race hoaxes, because there are, isn't that much racism. Just remember that. i got to tweet that out. I don't tweet much. It's a very important little insight. Two million black Africans, sub-Saharan Africans, come to the U.S. in the last 50 years. Poor things coming to a systemically racist country. Hmm. These things are never raised. Yesterday I reported to you that, was it Houston? Yeah, in real estate, they're no longer calling the bedroom, the biggest bedroom, the master bedroom. So some of you are very smart. Here's here's an example of an email from Melissa in Fairview Park, Ohio. I have a master's degree. Does that make me a racist? That's good. I mean, why won't they rename that? You have a master's degree? Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, they used to have a master uh, as the person who ran one of the houses. Yale is divided into houses. They dropped that. I mean, it really... Strikes me as an insult to blacks that a master bedroom triggers a traumatic response in a black American. Oh, there's a master bedroom there that, that implies whatever it implies. I mean, when blacks buy houses, they don't have master bedrooms. Master's degree, that's a good one. I got some other with the word master in it, but I, I can't speak about that on the air. People were having a, uh, a fun time. The NBA is going to have Black Lives Matter embedded on the court. Uh, did, did you see that article? In big letters, on the court. Not just on the back of jerseys with social messages. Will people still go? And the the issue is not the sentiment. The issue is this is a first in the history of pro sports that you have completely politicized the game. What if you think that the, the organization Black Lives Matter, as opposed to the sentiment, is a, is a force of destruction in America, like the Black Panthers were? If you think that you're not welcome in an NBA game. What if I just think, listen, there are many causes I support. And I I don't want them emblazoned on on jerseys or or the court. The whole point of sports is to have a place 
that's a refuge from everything else. It is. It was literally until the left ruined it. It was literally the only place that I could think of, outside, I guess, of a movie theater, where left and right could cheer sitting next to one another. The only color that matters at a sports event is the color of the uniform of the team you root for. Correct? I wonder if any team will allow white uniforms now. You're rooting for, for, for the color white. If it's your home team. By the way, does this not prove to you how little racism there is in the U.S.? If you have to go after Master Bedroom and Uncle Ben, doesn't that prove how little racism there is? That's what you're fighting? Uncle Ben on a rice carton? Aunt Jemima? That's what we've come to? Wow. David in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Hello. How you doing, Dennis? I'm well, thank you. Dennis, I want to ask you, which one do you feel is is re- disrespecting the flag? Kneeling, doing the anthem, or when when the government, the federal government, and corporate America hires subcontractors that work illegal immigrants in this nation. They work illegal immigrants in this nation and put American citizens out of jobs. Which one is disrespecting the flag? The first one disrespects the flag. The second one disrespects American workers. And that's disrespecting the what? That's disrespecting American workers. Now, um, America is consists of Amer- of people. Correct. It's not just the flag. I agree. So when when so something disrespecting the flag. No, right? no, no. That what you're saying is anytime anyone does anything wrong in America, if if you violate the speed limit, are you disrespecting the flag? In a way. Okay. All right. Well, it's a big stretch. Could you break it down? Anyway, I'm curious since you since you are correctly offended by the number of jobs lost to illegal immigrants, do you vote Republican or Democrat? It don't make no difference. Both of them stand for the same thing. Republicans can do the same thing. Yeah, but you obviously you vote for one of them. All right, my friend. I'm sorry we didn't have more time. The Dennis Prager Show. You know, you hear always about this uptick in cases. I don't quite understand why that matters. I mean, let's say theoretically everybody had it and and uh, one-tenth of one percent was hospitalized. Would, would you care? It's, it's part of the fake news world. I live in Southern California. The beaches are closed this weekend, July 4th, because of the uptick in cases. I, l- I look at one statistic regularly. 
deaths. Now, I, I, there would be another one. I mean, if there was one permanent damage to lungs, for example, I would look at that too, but there is, I, there is no data on that. I remember in March when people said, oh, this is going to last to July, people thought, oh, you got to be kidding. Of course, <laughs> not possible. You're a big baseball fan. You're going to watch games with no, where there's no uh, spectator? You're totally out. No interest. You have zero interest. I mean, you're and you're a bant- baseball fantasy league guy your whole adult life, yeah, basically. First time, in first time in over 30 years. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, now I actively ask people uh, not to go, not to watch, especially not to watch on the ratings have to go down. Anyway, the chutzpah. This is the. You know the classic definition of chutzpah? Kid who kills his parents and then begs for mercy from the court on the grounds that he's an orphan. That's that's chutzpah. It's chutzpah. Players are saying, every single one of you whites is despicable. Because racist is despicable, let's be honest. If it's not despicable, it's a pointless term, isn't it? Uh, but I want you to pay to uh, see me play and cheer for me. That's chutzpah. Now that's chutzpah. Yeah, that's chutzpah. Let's hear it again from Charles Krauthammer. Now that's chutzpah. That's good. It takes a lot of chutzpah. Well, that's good too. There you go. Our engineer has pointed out uh, a very, very serious issue. Came in and showed us the Washington Post's initials. In case you missed it, it's pretty obvious. WP is white power. You he could have it. You you know you could have a well paid job at the uh, at moveon.org or the Biden campaign. Does Black Lives Matter hire white people? Are you white, Sean? You're ginger. Hmm. Whiter than white. You're the lowest of the low. I offer you, who are listening, I offer you some intellectual and emotional comfort in my mockery of the grand lies that permeate our society. I know that, and I am honored to fill that role Just the other day, I was saying, how come we get so few calls from Chesterton, Indiana? And lo and behold, here he is, Michael in Chesterton, Indiana. Hi. I know you've been waiting. That's why I, I called no, in. No, I'm, I am moved beyond words. <laughs> you know, Dennis, when I was in college back in the 1980s, living in the dorm, uh, there was an individual that was called the headmaster. And I'm kind of wondering if that title needs to be retired. Yeah, well, not only not only college. I mean, the number of private schools with headmasters. You are right. I mean, the the language will be scrubbed. Just scrubbed. 
But don't you realize, folks, all of this is a testimony to how little racism there is in the country? When this is what you have to fight? The word master as as in headmaster? By the way, they're going to stop calling conductors maestro? Maestro means master. I want to remind you, I was thinking about the defunding the police. Now, here's an interesting question that I, I would love an answer to. Among those in America who support defunding or even getting rid of police departments, how, what percentage of those people have college degrees? In other words, what percentage of people who believe it is a good idea to defund the police went to college and how many only graduated high school? Even better, now that I think of it, what percentage of people with an advanced degree support defunding the police? Or what percentage of those who support it have an advanced degree? In other words, I truly believe when I say there is no hyperbole whatsoever intended. College makes you stupid. There are people who graduate college who are not stupid, but it is despite college, not because of it. There are some intelligent people who graduate. Defund the police. So what is happening in New York City as a result of the defunding of police in New York City? There is a massive spike in death and maiming, paralyzing, injuring by people killing people. But that is why, remember... That truth is not a left-wing value. The very notion black lives matter, they don't believe. They only believe black lives matter if killed by a white policeman. That is it. The other deaths of other blacks are, 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 are actually a distraction from black lives matter. Radio station WINS in New York reports a spike in gun violence has left over 100 people wounded or killed in dozens of shootings across New York City over the past nine days. There have been 112 victims in 83 shootings over a nine-day period ending Saturday. 112 victims, 83 shootings. If you heard this was a report from Honduras, you'd go, whoa, it's, that's a very violent place. I think Hondur- I mentioned Honduras uh, because that is supposedly the most violent of the Central American countries. And I, ironically, I actually was in the city that has the most violence. What is it? De Sula? San Pedro Sula, yeah. Remember how wonderful the people were there? My heart breaks when I read about it. Amid calls to defund the police ahead of the June 30th deadline for the city budget, that's today, NYPD Commissioner Dermot Shea said last week that the city's homicide rate had hit a five-year high and that the criminal justice system was imploding. You know, of course, there's no bail. This is another quote-unquote progressive idea, so you are brought to court 
on murder, and you're let you're let out. My wife asked me an interesting question: what What happens if the murders start in in mainstream Main Street America? They're not confined to the inner city. Will there be uh, then a support for the people who advocate defunding the police? You understand, my dear friends, that if you vote for the Democratic Party, you are voting for these civilization-destroying ideas. If your hatred of Donald Trump is greater than your love of America, there's nothing I can do except point that out to you. That That is blinding you to what the left is doing to this country. Nothing is guaranteed. It's amazing. I get the question. Ben Shapiro just wrote about this. You know, why do so many Jews vote left? It's particularly stupid now when you think about it. The, the group that is the first to get hit when civilization weakens are the Jews. The, the, the number of foolish Jews may be higher proportionately than any other group of which I am aware, and since I'm a Jew and a committed one, I can say this with ease. I say it with sadness, but with ease. Part of the problem is that Jews are so well-educated. means well-indoctrinated. Jews are Jews in America are the luckiest Jews in, in world history. My father taught me this, and he did his senior class thesis on anti-Semitism in America. And he taught me that I was the luckiest Jew in history to be an American Jew. Just for the record, you're the luckiest anything to be an American, whatever you are. You're the luckiest Hispanic. You're the luckiest black. Were you a lucky black when you were a slave? No. But just for the record, I'm broadcasting in 2020, not 1860. This is a relevant point. Civilization is fragile. That's why I don't vote Democrat. The Dennis Prager Show. I'm Dennis Prager, and in London, Ontario, Canada, Herman. Hello, Herman. Hey, Dennis. How's it going? Okay, thank you. Hi, I'm a big fan of yours. I uh, I agree with uh, like 99% of what you uh, say, and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for uh, changing my life. I was studying nonsense at university, and uh, Prager, you really brought me back down to reality. You made my day. Thank you very much. Yeah, I was hoping one day I could meet you. As uh, right. I actually got to meet Jordan Peterson, so I wanted to meet you too because you're like my biggest hero. Well, thank but I was you. wondering, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Doctor Fauci uh, uh, testifying before, sen- before the Senate today? I, I didn't hear what he said. What did he say? He said that there's no guarantee of a safe or effective vaccine. That's honest. <laughs> That's a nice honest. Yeah, like yes, uh, of course it's true. This notion that, uh, uh, that uh, what is it, Ezekiel Emanuel, the science advisor to Joe Biden, well, we'll just have to be in a lockdown until a vaccine. 
the folks, I have taken just about every vaccine there is. I have I take flu shots. Uh, I would be very loath to take a vaccine this quickly uh, with regard to coronavirus. The answer is, uh, look, I think one of the answer is the prophylactic use of hydroxychloroquine and zinc, which, since I practice what I preach, I have been doing. And I also believe that uh, we are far better capable of of handling people who do get uh, seriously sick. And there is a philosophical issue. You cannot keep the society closed this long and have a society function and survive. Some people will die. It, 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 I may be one of them. Uh, but we, we are no longer either the land of the free or the home of the brave. We are the land of the cancel culture and of the suppression of dissent and the land of the coward. That's what's happened. It, it breaks my heart. And I have a video out this week, Why I Love America, which I still do. But, but the so-called elites are composed of, of people who do not believe in liberty and who are cowardly. Tragically, that even applies to the clergy, as my column last week and what I discussed with Glenn Beck on his radio show today. That's right. It's tough to be courageous, but you know what? Once you start, it gets easier. Give it a try, my dear friends. We continue. For the land of the free, better stay. 